This show is sponsored by all our Patreons over at patreon.com slash boards and swords. Go check out there and see how you can help us out. Thanks, patrons. Live and struggling still from Swordplay Studios, it's time for Boards and Swords! Oh my goodness. Yes. Good times, good times. Maybe we should have gone back when the soundboard was turned off again. That probably yeah, That did work a... really well. <laughs> Welcome to Boards and Swords. This is a podcast. We have fun talking about board games. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Chris Renshaw. And hey, everybody. I am Philip. I am Colin. And I am Cindy. Who are you calling? I'm calling me. Hey. <laughs> Packing on me. Packing you. On me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's good stuff. So fun story, I had like a whole day of games played on Sunday, and then afterwards I was like, I did nothing but play Fantasy Flight games this weekend, or this (laughs) today, hadn't even thought about it, I was like, wait, because I played Star Wars Legion, and then I played Key Forge, and then I played (laughs) Arkham Horror the card game. Nice, good for you. Here's the news. All right. I'm excited about this one. Mm. Uh, Minecraft Builders and Biomes is a new game announced from Ravensburger based on the popular video game. Mm. Just like in the game, players will build, explore, and defeat enemies. This way, your kid can still play Minecraft even when they're grounded. Oh, my God. Nice. Actually, looks kind of cool because there's like a, it's going to have like a four by four stack of cubes that you like pick for all the resources like you randomize them and then put them and there's like tile laying Mm. and stuff i the 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 pictures and it's been very vague about how exactly it plays but i'm intrigued that's cool and it's ravensburger ravensburger however you pronounce it so so like there's a good chance of it being good yeah true like this isn't like like if this was no offense, but if the op was doing this, it'd be like 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> and if Fantasy Flight was doing it, there would be three extra boxes worth of punch-outs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You would, just, you would punch out the board. You would punch out the board. With an actual pickaxe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, next, we got Simon. Come on. La- uh, I said la- launched. Launched a Kickstarter time machine to uh, develop soundtracks. Oh, mm. yeah. I saw this. Which that was their way because it's a brand new Kickstarter for them to sell out all the stuff in their warehouse. That's all the Kickstarter exclusives. <laughs> oh yeah, but you can't do that for items that have already been created. So they had to create something new to justify making a Kickstarter. So like we're kickstarting for these soundtracks, but really we really want you to sell these promos. Oh okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense now. Yeah, I was like, I was confused as to what, what do they you were mean? doing. You can't just like empty out your warehouse. But Kickstarter is a brand new product. You can't. And the just, reason like, they did it is because all the items were marked as Kickstarter exclusive. Yeah, it didn't say which campaign. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I got more to say about this, but uh, now Simon can say we cleared out the warehouse. While you say, where in my house do I put this? Oh my god! <laughs> you got you got another one. You need to. A- Turn down there. Yeah, I was trying to, and I hit the rim shot again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm gonna do it later. <laughs> so people were mad about this one. Yes, uh, I heard. Uh, yeah. Well, mainly because it started out 
like they had pledges for their games. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you, they had like the Rising Sun pledge that you could back if you missed the first Kickstarter to get all the Kickstarter exclusive stuff, mm-hmm. or like hate and stuff. If you backed those, then when they're and so every the uh, if you didn't back those, the only other pledge was a one dollar pledge to get access to the pledge manager. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they said when the pledge manager goes live, the people that back the full games are going to get first dibs in forty eight hours to go in there and buy whatever they want before yeah. it opens up to everybody else. And oh. there's going to be a limit. They're going to limit it, but it's only going to be like five per person on every item. So everyone was like, so all of us that have been backing them all along and just want to pick up some promos, we get shafted while all the, the eBay scalpers are going to go in and buy five of everything and then sell them all online. Then they changed it. So if you'd ever backed a Kickstarter before from Simon, you're going to get access for it first. Hmm. But still, there's also it's just going to be a madhouse. I predict it their is. their pledge manager is going to crash yep. because it's going to be one of those like everything's going to sell out immediately. Mm. It's it's kind of dumb the way they're like. I know it'd be complicated, but there's got to be a better way of breaking it out. Like pledge here mm. for Rising Sun. This this options for Rising Sun. This options for and then filter them out that way or something. I mean, they did change it so you can only do one per person now of each thing. Okay, see, that's good. Um, they could also talk with, since they're doing one per person, uh, figure out how, how Gen Con does its, like the wish the list queue. and queue. Yeah, figure out how they mm. like get that programmed up and they, all right, submit your list. And then you just sit there and wait and wait and watch your items sell yeah. out one by one by one. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's no good answer. There's going to be... So, go ahead. So the way this works, you back the Kickstarter and it says it's like $500 or something. Uh-huh. But you're not actually paying that. You're just paying whatever you choose to back. No. Or, no. What? So how? No. Okay. So, I'm confused. So by the way, the Kickstarter's over. They only ran it for like four days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So if you, if you backed the full game price... Like say it everything. was like it was like two fifty. Say it was like Rising Sun. It was like two fifty or whatever to get everything that you got charged two fifty, and you were automatically okay. So the one dollar, the one dollar, yes. So like if you didn't back something for Rising Sun, correct. Like if you only like went, I want to try and get the playmat. That's literally kind of all I want is to right. try and get the playmat. Okay, so you did the one dollar, uh-huh. and then when they release the pledge manager, you will get first dibs now because they flipped that. They flipped it. Backed- so, so so because I've backed Simon before. Mm-hmm. I, along with everyone Who else had, who's backed yeah. them, uh, and everyone okay. that bought full games, will get access to the pledge manager okay. first in like but a month. So, but now at this point, you said they're limiting. Yes, the it, was it was five per now person. It's now it's one that makes per much person more sense because it takes away the opportunity for the scalper type people. Well, there's still going to be people that are buying them just to flip right, them on eBay, course, but now they course. only do one versus five. Yeah. It, regardless, there's no happy situation no. here. Mm. It's still kind of odd, though. It is odd. I mean, I understand like why they did it the way they did it, but it's yeah. still like no, there's there's no happy yeah. person here. In fact, a lot of people overseas got mad because they released like three days into it. Maybe it ran for a week. Maybe that's what it was. Like halfway into the campaign, they released a, a, a note saying shipping costs. Oh. Now keep in mind, these are not bulk shipments from China going to all their international right. distributions. Mm-hmm. This They're is literally, we're from... mailing it to you from our warehouse. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, 
Ridiculous. $100 for, you know, like the Rising Sun package or whatever would be like 130 or $100, depending yeah. on where it's getting sent yeah, to. I, when I looked at the page, that I saw the shipping rates and I was floored by how yeah. expensive they were. But that's why is because it's having to do mm-hmm. a direct one-to-one. Okay, that makes sense. Huh. So. Well, I hope you can get your play mat because eh, I know you've been wanting it's that. It's a dollar, so yeah. I'm I'm not hoping. At this point, it's like... The play mat's a dollar? No, 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 his play. Okay. Yeah, he's a dollar all, gone. All I've spent, <laughs> all I've spent is an as a dollar. It's like a dollar to to. It's like going to the lottery. Yeah, That's what it is. It's like a lottery. Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah the lotteries yeah. are cheaper actually, depending on <laughs> what you do. <laughs> yeah. Let's get past that. Let's talk about my my other favorite company, uh, FFG. Mm. Keyforge is getting a pro circuit. A pro uh, circuit. A pro circuit. Is that, that the joke? No. <laughs> a pro circuit is didn't... like a, a tour where you can go and get paid. To play, oh, okay. like sure. a winnings thing. So like poker does. Yeah. Okay. So it's called the Vault Warrior Series, and FFG is going to be hosting a series of tournaments offering cash prizes for the unique card game for the first time ever in its history. They've never done cash prize tournaments. It's always been like promos and yeah. then like trophies, and usually like the the world champion gets to input on a new card or something. Mm. Um, so. Oh. At the finals next year in Miami, Florida, people will compete for the grand prize, putting professional gamer on their business cards. <laughs> okay. Are you going to participate? Doesn't want to play anything, Heck no. <laughs> Heck no. Yeah, there you go. It's good now. So the owner of Renegade Games wrote a post about how the company is addressing the rise in uh, counterfeit board games. Oh, and it yeah. got cross-posted over to BGG. And it's a really good read. I'm not. I'm gonna just summarize it here, but the link will be in our show notes if you want to go read the whole thing. Long story short, they're testing out a new Amazon feature that gives items unique codes so Mm -hmm. they can verify that the item is genuine. Mm. Let's just hope it sticks. (laughs) That was the one I didn't know. I didn't know if you were who was gonna get that one. I don't know why I'm the only one laughing. (laughs) Because it wasn't that funny. Sorry. I thought it was great. I liked it. I actually didn't get it. Dun, 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 dun. The Renegade, the song from Styx. Oh, I didn't get that. That was why I said Styx. It's actually because the, the song Styx did that was called Renegade. Yeah, I totally mm. did not interpret no. that the right way. No. Oh, well, you laughed and that counts. Sure. Maybe the reason she was laughing is funnier than that joke. Probably. <laughs> why did you? Why, why were, were you, you laughing? laughing? Yeah. <laughs> because I was thinking of them like slapping labels on there and the labels peeling off because they're counterfeit. <laughs> <laughs> I need a. I need a uh, price is wrong. Our price is wrong. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. That's how I interpreted it. All right. Anyways, I'll redeem myself here. <laughs> okay. Uh, Stonemaier Games has announced that uh, there's a new... This is hot off the presses. All right. There's a new European expansion for their award-winning game, Wingspan. European Mm -hmm. birds! It costs $25 and pre-orders will open on November 6th. To celebrate, enjoy these bird puns. I will be passing on this until I play the game. (laughs) The price really isn't too much to swallow. To can pre-order it from your local store, Stonemeyer's website. I hit the wrong button for that one. To can buy it? That was a little forced. I didn't even hear it. Sorry. (laughs) Don't buy it on a lark, as I'm sure demand will be high. I know what a lark is in terms of a bird, but what does it mean in this context? Like, what are you trying to say? Go out on a... On a whim, on a limb, on a lark. Yeah. Is that an actual saying? 
Yes. yes. Okay. I've never heard it. Sorry. Okay, no. cool. I was redeemed there. <laughs> and uh, lastly, these puns are pretty foul. Oh, my God. <gasps> Speaking of birds, I had an awesome bird experience this week on oh. Sunday, but I'll tell you later because this is a board game podcast. This week on Birds and Swords. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We, we should totally have there a There you go. Matthew's, uh, Chris is really flying south with these bird puns. <laughs> oh, you just wait. Let's just say there will be more. Let's just mm. say there may be a $5 Patreon thing yes! later this episode. Yes, love it. I'm so excited. There but, I, but I wrote them in advance mm. <laughs> this Good. time. I'm proud of you. Oh, man. It's great. So somebody took the uh, the the box art for the Wingspan expansion uh-huh. that's got the owl in the front of it. And it looked like an it looked like, an, it look, it looked like it a white like yeah. a white owl. But I don't, uh, even, I don't even remember. I don't know if you've seen, but going around, there's all these memes for the the untitled goose game. Wait, okay. what? So there's a there's a Switch game that's called oh, Untitled Nintendo Switch game called Untitled Goose Game. It's now the number one Nintendo Switch game on the on their store. And it doesn't even have a title. <laughs> yeah, it, the game is called Untitled Goose Game. Oh. <laughs> and literally, you just go around as a goose honking at people and like messing up stuff. Oh, I want to play this. <laughs> there's like so there's been a whole bunch of like memes and gifs and all sorts of stuff, but somebody took a goose and put it over the owl and then instead wingspan goose expansion <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny and then there was another one where somebody uh it was either a giant goose or a giant swan where there's if you've seen it there's a picture of rodney from watch it played like balancing back and forth someone put that goose on, his on, face. on on the no on the uh on the wingspan box oh. and it's this canadian expansion <laughs> oh my gosh i love rodney he's great i mean i know he didn't make that meme but i know but he turns everything into gold yeah but, you got a problem with Canadian gooses? You got a problem with me? So let's let that one marinate. <laughs> uh, My bird it? story from this weekend involves goose. Go for geese. it. Okay, fine. So this Sunday morning, I woke up and I looked out my window, <laughs> and we have a pond behind our house, and the geese were back. They haven't been around all summer, probably because they've been north. Well, they're flying south, so they were in our pond, and there was probably about ten of them, and there was like five mallard ducks as well. So they're just kind of hanging out in the pond. And then I look and there's a falcon sitting on a tree in the pond area too. And I'm like, what's the falcon doing? Then I look, there's a cat crawling around the pond trying to get to the falcon. It's like in the, the, it's edge, in of like the, pond. the edge of the pond. So it's like in um, stalk mode, you know? And all of a sudden- This is Winchester, right? <laughs> well, yeah. And so this cat is like stalking up to this tree. And then the falcon obviously is- watching this cat and the falcon flies and lands on the fence and the cat's like like pounces and it's like wait where'd it go so then i'm watching all of this and then the falcon's just sitting there on the fence still watching the cat while the cat's like "Ooh, there's ducks so the cat starts getting closer to the pond to where the ducks were so it's just sitting there just watching the ducks and the ducks are swimming ever closer to the edge of the shore right where the cat is then they realize the cat is there they immediately turn and start swimming away the other direction then the geese come flying over and it's like this huge flock of waterfowl we got you bro they're like intimidating this cat and the cat's just standing there and then the falcon like swoops back over to the other to the fence on the other side it was just it was so much fun to watch it was like the end of independence day where all the world's countries are coming together to fight the evil 
Now I want this drawn, except for it's Winchester with like a shield and a sword. Yes. And like, I will take all of you on. It was so, and the cat, he was bound and determined to get one of those ducks or that falcon or something. It was just so cool to watch. And then I had to go to church and I was super disappointed because <laughs> I really just wanted to watch the birds. I mean, trust me, church was great, but I really wanted to watch the birds. You were watching church in action. That was just nature right there. Right? They were right? congregating. <laughs> We could have taken your guitar out and serenaded them and have some worship time with the waterfowl. That would have been fun. Anyway. I, so, I, I, I need a path back. We are so yeah, far. We have, we have, no... we have, we have... Well, the, the past like three minutes just didn't happen once the this tra- is post. The trains, <gasps> the trains went off the rails and now we are just like ground into the dirt. He's going to cut me. Yeah. So the... Uh, I'm going to cut you. The breadcrumbs we were leaving to get back to our path have been eaten by geese. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So, topic today, because uh, I'm still in the middle of a bunch of board game reviews. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have is, a lot. And this is an idea. Actually, I, again, this was from somebody asking a question that I was like, I started to answer, and then I'm like, this would be a good show topic. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, do you mind waiting a couple of weeks for your answer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave. Uh, so, somebody asked me. Uh, I, I had said the story before about when I went up to uh, New Jersey for travel, and then somebody were like, hey, do you, I heard you play board games. So like, you ever heard of this game? And I got all cringy for a second. Mm-hmm. And then they said, Gloomhaven. I just kind of relaxed. <laughs> well, this guy comes up. I was up there again, and he comes over, and he's like, uh, have you ever heard of uh, PAX Unplugged? And Aww. I was like, oh, have I? <laughs> <laughs> I've been both years. Uh and then he started asking me questions because him and his wife are going to go this year cool. and they've never been to any sort of convention. Mm. And like I started explaining things and then I was like, this is a really good show topic and got out my phone and just like wrote down. <laughs> yeah. So the idea today is now a lot of I may throw in some pack specific stuff because it is on right. our radar. The next big thing mm-hmm. coming up, mm-hmm. which is there's in December. Few, there's a few bigger conventions. Right. Like we got Essen up. coming up. Yeah. And then BGG. Con is Correct. coming up in the in November. So I may throw in one or two suggestions there, but overall, yeah. we've got enough experience somewhat between the four of us that we can mm-hmm. generalize things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we've been to, well, you've been to Origin, so that was mm-hmm. a smaller convention, but. It's still rather I large. mean, it's bigger than Dice Tower Con, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so 40,000? Like, so you guys have the big people, ex- big? big con experience. We have the small Origins is like 14,000. Well, it's it's it's, it's all it's not really the size of the con. It's no, more of a like, what are you going to be doing every day? No, I understand thing. that. I'm and just saying, like know, we... each con, the larger and smaller ones, they have a different feel to them as well. So they, do. they would have some different advice for sure. But generally, it's all the same. Yeah, and you even got smaller things like Unpub. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is great. And then local kind of cons. Like uh-huh. We have Awesome Con and Washington Con kind of around yeah, here. Yeah. So let's see. Let's talk. Bef- let's start with before. Weeks heading up to conventions. Mm-hmm. I will definitely say I will specify when it comes to Gen Con. If you're ever going to Gen Con, make sure you get those dates written down. And so for a lot of the somewhat bigger cons, if you're going to go to the... And I'm sure this works for Dice Tower Con or Origins or whatever. If you've got a con that you're wanting to go to that you know is going to have a lot of people, put the dates on your calendar, set reminders so that oh, when yeah. tickets go live... Housing Hotels. opens up, mm. that sort of thing. Mm. Um, so that you don't miss out. You don't miss out. Well, PAX Unplugged, I remember that's kind of like, especially the first year, housing 
By the time Colin and I decided to go, that housing was very limited. We ended up having to get an Airbnb. Well, didn't you wait like a month beforehand before you figured yeah, it out? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we didn't decide until, so. Right. But, you did say the weeks leading up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but regardless, like, yeah, booking, make sure you book your In the year leading enough. up to the convention. <laughs> you ain't wrong. I'm not, that's, that's, so I did not do that this year because I was specifically requested um, by the person who would approve time off because they were like, hey, so we have to respond to those requests within 72 hours. Mm. And you asked for it 365 <laughs> days off in advance. So, uh, <laughs> Maybe maybe give it like three months beforehand or whatever. But <laughs> talking about for Gen Con next year. Yeah, he was like, "Don't do that this year, please. Thanks." <laughs> you wait. Funny. You wait like three day, three months and one day. Yeah. And put it <laughs> Boom. There we go. That's right. I waited. Uh, so so get your time off request in at work, nice and early. Mm-hmm. Get your. Mm-hmm. Get, uh, so I mean, with Gen Con, Gen Con happens um, end of July, beginning of August. Mm-hmm. The um, so what's it like? Ticket sales go live. January? It depends. They've changed it. it. Like sometimes it's like end of January. Sometimes it's like beginning of February. And like mm-hmm. housing's a little. They keep tweaking it. That's why I say go to your website. Go yeah, to whatever website. Mark down. Mark down yeah. those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I will say. More often than not, even if you're not sure if you're going to go, sometimes it's better to just go ahead, reserve the hotel room, reserve the ticket. Just make sure you have a refundable, yeah, <laughs> refundable rate for your room. Yeah, uh, if you're not sure. This year, is. this year at Gen Con, I booked a room and then we had rooms, mm-hmm. but I was able to find someone to shift it to because it was going to charge me like fifty bucks to cancel. Oh yeah, the room. if you can shift it, that would work. Too. Well, Gen Con, the 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 market is out there. It's right, just finding absolutely. someone to actually accept it. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. So yeah, I don't, one of the things, if you have any sort of media personality type thing going on and you want to hand out business cards or, you know, have a shirt or something, make sure you order those in plenty of time to get oh, them yeah. before the convention. Because uh, with Dice Tower Con last year, we that was the first time we decided we were going to like hand out business cards and stuff. And so we didn't, by the time we realized, oh, let's do this, we didn't have time to order them from an online place that have them professionally done. So we just made our own, which was fine, but definitely not as nice of quality as like what you can buy from a It's written in crayon, website. right? No, we <laughs> actually... Which, so I've wondered about that. Like one year, my watch broke. My watch mm-hmm. band broke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I ordered it online and I was like, oh man, this is... And then as we're driving to Indiana... I get the notification on my phone. Boom, your package has arrived. I'm like, mm. so it's 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 at home. Yeah. I'm like, what if I had sent it to the hotel? Yeah. Mm. But then you yeah. feel like just a day or two off on one way or another. It's either there early and you're fine, or it's there afterwards and you're like, yeah. Uh, you're like, up oh, now. I, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like so for that we ended up. Colin made something through Photoshop, and then we just printed them on our cardstock type stuff but Ma- matthew brings up a point fedex is a great thing for this yeah. like the, the old kinko's offices now it's like fedex yeah. office mm-hmm. or whatever FedEx kinko's yeah which is that's definitely a good option too if you have that around where you live but, but that's a little bit more general i'm talking yeah. average yeah. the average person that's heard us Your talk average about goer the average person that's heard us talk about board games mm-hmm. and has never gone to any convention they they just they hear all the podcasts talking about it. They're taking that step. So leading up to the convention, yep. um, and I'm gonna be honest, I stole this from a video that Chris had me watch before I our don't first even Gen know Con. What video that was? I it's it might have been a dice. Video. It might have been a dice tower it video. Uh, one of the things was do not buy new shoes. Oh yeah, mm. that's silly. Right before, not right before, right before yeah. the convention. All right, yeah. you know, 
three, four months in advance? You want to break a, them in a little even bit? Even a month. Like a month is probably like the soonest. As long as you wear them frequently. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're like me who wears mostly sandals and dress shoes, yeah. you know, and I rarely wear my tennis shoes, I need more than a month to break mine in. The point is you're going to be walking a lot. Yes. Or, and standing so on your feet. Yeah. Much. Yeah. So ma- making sure the shoes you wear are broken in shoes. Yes, they're comfortable. W- when I got my smartwatch, I was hitting my 10,000 steps before noon every single day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would say I'm sure there's, if you look online, maybe do either a Google search or search BGG at backpacks. Look mm. to see what kind of backpacks people are bringing to mm, these types mm, of mm. things. That's mm. something else because a lot of times... You'll see a, f- a friend of ours was just browsing like slick deals and happened to catch a good deal on this specific type of backpack that he ended up bringing to, and it was like real cheap. It was like 20 bucks or something like that. It's not bad. Yeah, I've hmm. got a laptop backpack. It's a Targus right. laptop pack. And it works we, well. We brought that with us each year to Dice Tower. It kind of holds our water bottles and like a couple of snacks. and My sweatshirt can go in there. Yeah, all the essentials that we would need because at Dice Tower, they boost the ac because it's in florida right well yeah. oh my god dice tower east now so the other thing that you would want to do is to find people to go but if you're the first time going to a convention especially if the rest of your friends mm-hmm. are not convention goers it may be a hard sell depending on who they are right i right. know that was the case with us like it was just us the first year we went to gen con yep because everyone was just like what is this? what is this thing? We don't really care, and we and scattered it, went, it out. And yeah, it and we great. scattered it out when we can't. Then we're posting pictures, and all of a sudden, everyone's like, "Hey, that looks really cool." <laughs> Why didn't we go? We feel dumb now. <laughs> or you just don't like everybody's. For instance, we were going to Gen Con, and I wanted to go to Origins, but everyone's like, "I'm saving for Gen Con." Mm-hmm. So I had to kind of go by myself one year. Until mm-hmm. then, I met people that. Then the second year, I roomed with them. Yeah. Spiraling out of that, another idea for people. Find your favorite game publisher and see if they need volunteers. Oh, yeah, that's a good way. Yeah. Because I, it sounds weird, but I've found volunteering at a convention to be a great way to get your feet wet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you kind of have like a... Because going in there to a convention can be kind of overwhelming. And mm-hmm. when you're volunteering with someone, you have a direction like, I need to go to this booth and do this thing. And then it, you kind of get in the atmosphere and yeah. it kind of soaks in while you're focusing on something else. And then when you have your free your time off from right. the booth, you can go look around and play games and stuff. Plus, you uh, you get compensated for it in some oh, form yeah, or yeah, fashion. Yeah, yeah. Usually. Depending on who and depending on how. And how much you're working. Like I see like yeah. no t-shirts, uh, uh, a meal. Sometimes some, a board game. Yeah, like A lot of publishers I, yeah. are like, here, you get one of our games for free. Yeah. I did that for GF9. Mm-hmm. The second you got one year? of everything. I got released. one of like everything that was releasing at the convention. That's really cool. Cool stuff is pretty cool because they give you like store credit. Mm. Oh um, yeah, that's nice. FFG is also good because they pay cash money, <laughs> and a lot of them will uh, like pay for your parking too. That too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's yeah, a big yeah. Thing. Or like volunteering for like Origins. When I went to Origins. I ran, of course, this was exhausting because I ran a bunch of games. <laughs> Maybe not do that. But by volunteering, I was able to get a room for free, mm. which considering nobody, I didn't know anybody going, yeah. was kind That's of like really the nice. big yeah. helpful thing to go. So it was overwhelming, but it kind of helped me get to the next year where I was able to right, right. actually play more stuff because I had had people to room with. I made those networking connections the first year. Yeah. Another prep type thing. If the convention offers this, download a map of the cent- of like the mm. vendor hall and figure out 
not necessarily your route per se, but just figure out who you want to visit and know where they are. So that way it's not so overwhelming when you get there. Cause like, like with Gen Con, it's got a huge, huge vendor hall and PAX Unplugged has their vendor hall grew a lot, even just between the first and yep. second year. So I imagine it's going to be big this year too. And if you don't know where your those people are, it can be very overwhelming trying to find, you know, like if you like Renegade and you want to get the power, the new Power Rangers game, you know, know where they are. So you, you can just go there and not have to stress about like, where is this? Where is this? And, you know, this swarm of people and you just get so overwhelmed. Like, so it, that's definitely good to yeah. definitely know a little bit of how the vendor hall set up. Yeah. Since we were only at PAX one day last year, we planned out we our, did plan our, our morning after lunch and after snack routes like i had uh-huh. okay here's the blue line that's the before lunch <laughs> yeah. and here's the green line that's that's before the snack and we yeah. ended up deterring from those but we still had had like we highlights had these are the boosts we want to hit definitely mm-hmm. yeah and i mean it obviously being there for the whole convention you don't have to do it all in one day like that <laughs> but but it was definitely helpful Going along with that would also be food options look into what mm-hmm. food o- are there food trucks that you can use does the convention center or wherever you're having have food vendors? Do they? And also, is it good? Probably not expect or <laughs> well, it's not necessarily is it good, but it's always going to be expensive. Yes, that's very true. Does your backpack support sandwich carrying? That yeah, yeah. Just think about your food options if you're trying to save money. That's yeah. where finding a hotel that does like a continental breakfast is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Or even a full breakfast. Yeah, well, mm. one's more commoner than one more common than the other. Mm-hmm. Mm. Parking. I will say, oh, yeah. don't park at the hotel if you can get away with it, because a lot of times it'll be like $30, $40 for yeah, especially a night. in a city. A night. Yeah. I use the best parking or parking panda apps, mm-hmm. and I'll kind of compare and see if there's like when we went to the Simon Expo, I had forgotten to do it till right when we got there. And I was like, oh, there's a garage three blocks that way. That's like $10 a day, where yeah. it's like $30 a day at, at the, the hotel. hotel. Yeah. You just pull up. We drop all our stuff, get back. I get back in the car, go drop the car off. At Gen Con, we got to the point where we don't even park downtown because everywhere downtown is a minimum of $30 a day. That's insane. So we drop the cars at long-term parking at the airport where it's $8 a day and then just <laughs> lift back. Yeah, that's so smart. So thinking of your, your travel options, like mm-hmm. it's more, if you've got the money and you don't mind spending it, it is more convenient to oh, park yeah, at yeah, those yeah. places. But if you're on a budget, these are things to think about. Mm-hmm. Moving into kind of when you're there, caveating off your, your mapping, entrances and exits. Oh, yeah. And this is very pack specific on this one. Uh-huh. Yes. Because last year, they started doing security scans for everybody yes. getting into the convention. And the one that was closest to all the hotels was always packed and took like an hour to get into because there were only two scanners there. But it wasn't the main entrance. It was just to some side entrance. Whereas there was a main entrance... Like two blocks away, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it was like off by all the random... If you were at that side exit, it was a little bit of a walk. You had to go like two blocks down one way and then one block another way and then circle around and enter in. To go up. To go up. But it was like the main official entrance to PAX. And they had like like 30 of them. I don't know. It was a large number of these scanners. Tables and people and it was like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, so definitely go through that. Which was good because wasn't it also like right there at uh, Reading like, Terminal? It, it was like right was there at Reading Terminal. Terminal, and it was because like 
it was the full-on main entrance. We yeah. walked through those scanners, and then boom, you're 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 ticketing, your will call, right. all the customer service. It it's was all right there hallway. in that little hallway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So moving into there, as a side note, get there early, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially mm-hmm. if you've never been before. Slash, it's the first day. Get there early so you can feel out like, okay, I've seen on a picture where everything is, but now I know I need to go wait. And then if there's a line, I got to wait in and that sort of thing, figuring out where the exhibit hall line is starting if you're wanting to be the rush. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm talking because I'm waiting. (laughs) So so we we are at the convention now, right? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. We are at the convention. Drink Um, lots of water. Drink lots of water. Drink lots of water. Stay hydrated. So on the water vein, for the love of all that you find holy. Take a shower. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. I 100% get it because, I mean, I've gone to Gen Con. How many times have I gone to Gen Con? Like four, four times? Yeah. Four out of the five that we've all been going? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get it. You're you're in the zone and you're, you're gaming and you're hanging out with people and you're doing all this fun stuff. And then all of a sudden, Thursday becomes, Thursday morning becomes Saturday night and you're just, whoa, where did all the, you mm. have Got there are especially with Gen Con, it is you and sixty five thousand of your closest friends in the summer. In the summer, oh, okay. Yeah. Take a shower and wear deodorant. <laughs> and wear deodorant. Yeah. Preferably not Axe body spray. Actual deodorant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I'll take the Axe over the BO. Well, it doesn't really cover up the BO. It just kind of says. Yeah. It, it's just the bo trying to be friendly. Right. Well, it's like if, a highlighter. If your if if your only option is no deodorant and a shower or Axe body spray and a shower, I'll take the Axe body spray. <laughs> Speed stick. It's like worse than <laughs> deodorant. Oh. oh, make sure you actually get some sleep, the, especially the first night. I've made this mistake many a time yeah. where, especially when uh, for us, like long hours of driving where you yep. get up first thing, like three o'clock in the morning, and then you end up staying out until like nine, 10 o'clock that night. And then you wake up at three, a, 5 a.m. <laughs> the next morning. By the next day or so, you're done. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of... Those were fun, though. <laughs> you crash It hard. makes the rest of your experience not as great because you're exhausted. You're falling asleep. Your friends are watching you fall asleep in one of the panels that you're... One, you're like <laughs> yeah, excited. You were super excited to be in. You were super excited. Yeah. Talking about all this, it brings to mind the, the numbering system. Well, for you, oh. for you, Gen Con people, uh-huh. it's three, two, one. But it's three, two, one. Everyone else, like at Dice Tower Con, it's six, two, one. Six hours mm-hmm. of sleep, two meals, one shower every day. Yeah, six two amateurs. Hey, I mean that's honestly what I know. <laughs> most. That is like that. Is, that that should be a more realistic. People talk yes. about. Oh, another thing. People talk about con crud. Yeah. So having uh, hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer is a good hands. thing. Or wash just your wash hands your frequently. Hands Don't touch your face. Yeah. And sleep, that's actually sleep really... helps with immunity. So it does. well, no, you 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 glossed over one there that people don't realize is the biggest thing. Don't mm. touch your face. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Because you'd be surprised how many times you inadvertently touch your face. Oh yeah, it's true. And like playing here, board I'm games, here you're doing a lot of thinking, and like you, mm-hmm. I touch my face a lot when I'm thinking at home. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here with my hand on my face right now. It's just natural to mm-hmm. do. We got a listener from South Africa. Apparently. Oh awesome! Really? Yeah, that's really cool. I'd like to what? see what a convention's like there. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, South Africa. What time is it there? How far ahead are they? Like six hours? It's probably, Seven it's, hours? probably little, it's probably eight or nine. Yeah. It's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it is tomorrow over there. Yes. <laughs> the future. <laughs> what is it like there yeah. in the future? What's it like in the future? 
So bring. We already talked about bringing a backpack, mm-hmm. especially if you're going to a board game convention. Bring another type of bag that you can fold up. Oh, so mm. that when you like, buy like, stuff, like maybe one of those grocery bags, yeah. like the the, the fabric, totes. yeah, the fabric grocery bags. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring one of those that you could fold up and put in your bag that you're not carrying it on the way. But if you buy a lot of stuff, you got something to, mm-hmm. it, it, especially it if the mm-hmm. company you're buying from doesn't. So provide there's bags. there's there's actually been a lot of um, yes, the right word. There's been a lot of controversy on backpacks at conventions. Oh yeah, I've seen some stuff. Um, well, it depends on your definition of backpack. Yes. So now, <laughs> now certain people's we we had our our friend Chris from the other podcast. Uh, he put in our Slack. Find the biggest backpack you can and wear that one. <laughs> nope. Don't don't do that, guys. It sounds like a great idea because then um, all the stuff you're buying can just go into your bag. Mm-hmm. But then if you think about it. If it's going to be hard to maneuver. It's going to one, it's going to be hard to maneuver. Mm-hmm. Two, in terms of like standing space. So let's let's say standing up, you take up a foot and a half square. You've just now added you're now three and a half foot square. Yeah. Uh, you're now a it's second very, person. It is very frustrating walking to in tandem. other people. Um, to be fair, Chris was talking about find the largest backpack you can and fill it with bricks as a way of training. <laughs> oh, as yeah, a way of that training. was what he said. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I remember that. As That's a way of funny. training. Yeah, ah, and he okay. said practice turning on a dime, building that core. <laughs> That's funny. But, re- but Be still, careful turning a- on a dime at a convention because you'll smack someone in the face yeah. with your giant backpack <laughs> sticking yeah. out four feet behind you. But yeah, Philip definitely makes a good point. Like, you think it's a good idea, but it just annoys the people around you because... You take up so much more space, and and you're right. You turn and you whack somebody accidentally, and if your I, backpack has wheels. Leave it at the hotel room. <laughs> yes, you yeah. should not be yes. dragging anything. Well, and then there's the people that like board game tables at yeah. one of their was it at Gen Con? I think it was at Gen yep. Con. They were selling their bags, which is they're great bags, but they have the backpack straps, mm-hmm. and people just go and wear them, and they're like, you know, they're deep. They're totally like two. Did that. <laughs> I'm that not sticks saying, out a good foot and a half behind yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's necessarily a bad thing but you just have to be super careful about your (laughs) (laughs) you just have to be super careful about your you know proximity to other people and whatnot so side note Mm -hmm. if you manage to get to a convention and they you forgot to bring some sort of other bag find the nearest cool Cool stuff stuff that's what i was thinking (laughs) (laughs) because they they will give you bags oh oh yeah they they and they always have they were the ones that had like the tall as I am TARDIS looking bag, didn't they? No. No, that was BGG. That was BGG? Yeah. Okay. Like people were like taking pictures inside the bag. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Like you put the shoulder strap over your shoulder and the uh, yeah, the it, top of the bag's under your pit. The bag is touching the floor. Yeah, it's your own flotation device. In <laughs> yeah, case your that is no, cool stuff ditch, has yeah. the generic grocery bag. That's I know because right. I use they them have for the, groceries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Matthew in the chat's saying that if he doesn't care how he looks, he'll wear this backpack on the front so he's not bumping into people. That's a mm. good idea because you can see where you're going at that point. And that's a um, that's just a quick tactic for I need safety. To ac- I need well, I need to access something in my bag, but I don't want to stop walking because there's right. a flow happening flip it around yeah. and, and yeah. shuffle yeah of course but i've yeah. also seen the reverse where some people wear the ones on the front and then the back <laughs> oh my gosh yeah you got to maximize your carrying capacity That's what you have. yeah i will also say and i even told this to the guy i was talking to bring games but leave them in the hotel room at first because mm-hmm. i would scope out like bring your favorite games leave them in the hotel room scope out wherever you're going to be, see if you need them, because you don't want to be carrying all that around, yeah. and then find out you're not going to want to play it. Mm-hmm. 
That's or, great. Yeah. Or yeah. if the library has it or something. Exactly. Yeah. And that leads to what I was thinking next. Like a lot of conventions have like hot games area, like the new mm-hmm. games that, that are set up ready for people to play. Do you have a game that's on your mind that you're wanting to play? Like make note of that. Just like there's publishers booths, you might want to stop by and make note of any games that you might want to play. Yeah, that's true. Or people you want to play with. Right. Mm-hmm. Scheduling playtime. Yeah. I think that's probably the the most I schedule our time, quote unquote, is just saying, hey, around seven o'clock, me and this other like person I know from Instagram are going to meet up and play a game. Yeah. 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 Speaking of which, also scope out where you're staying and what kind of gaming space they might have available. Because a oh, lot of yeah. times, especially if you're gaming towards the end of the day, a con center may close and a lot of people will drift to like hotels hotel, yeah. to, to and that's also that's a great place for games you keep up in your room that when you no longer have access to that library and you don't have to carry them very far right mm-hmm. that's definitely good which as thing. as we've seen at gen con i mean i bring this up all the time it gen con takes over downtown indianapolis mm-hmm. you got the entire convention center all the connected hotels and then like most businesses and hotels within a six block radius at minimum you start heading downstairs to all the conference centers and all the rooms and all the doors are open. People are sitting and playing games and you could probably find a pickup game of anything that was on the convention floor. Mm. Random games you've been wanting to try. You could grab your game, grab a game from the hotel, sit down at a table. Someone will walk by and want to play with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of fun. And uh, Dice TowerCon, and I'm pretty sure other conventions have this now, they have Players Wanted signs or Teachers oh, Wanted yeah. signs. Yeah, I know yeah. PAX does too. PAX did that yeah. last year, yeah. It's a great system. So like, look for those signs. Yes, that's really cool. Like, Even if you don't have games you're interested in in particular, you can walk around, just look for Players Wanted signs and sit down at a table. Yep. Yeah. And that goes into, I'm going to bring up, we asked this in our Slack with all the patrons to get some feedback too. Mm-hmm. Roger posted, mainly because we've said a lot of these, uh, only schedule one to two things per day for like your first time. Because mm-hmm. we've seen this all the time. Like our friends that go to Gen Con for the first time, they just like fill the schedule up. And then by the end of the like, I'm so exhausted. Yeah, I'm they like, get burnt mm-hmm. out. You get, you and get you burnt out. And you don't allow yourself time to just experience something mm-hmm. random. Like there's no spontaneity when you schedule constantly. And so you might miss out on something. That's his next point is be spontaneous and oh. do something outside your <laughs> yeah. norm. Do <laughs> something you that you normally wouldn't, such as overly sized or oversized dexterity games like Giant oh, King of Tokyo. Yeah. Or um, the um, giant Roll for Your Life Candyman. Yep. Or there was the uh, giant, uh, last year at PAX, they had the Zero. giant Tokyo Highway. And giant and the Zorro. giant Zorro. Yeah. There's giant Catan at Gen Con. Yes. I've seen. Yep, Did I yep, see yep. it this year? Yep. I, it was in the playing hall. Okay. Okay. I didn't run through there that much this year. I didn't much either. Because we didn't play Battletech Pops. No, we didn't. Very disappointed. Uh, or finding like a, there's something like there, Gen Con's got a lot of lectures where there's like history and personality type oh, lectures cool. or like mm-hmm. how to do this. He also mentions uh, painting, a, how, painting a mini. That's oh, something yeah. that and that ties into find free stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, uh, Gen Con, I just sat and painted a mini for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so my thing is I'm afraid if I end up like going and finding and like painting a mini, I'm going to love it. And then I'm just going to want a mini game, not to play it, but just to paint. <sighs> okay. okay. You know lot, what you do? You a know lot of people do. buy minis games just for the painting. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know yeah. what you do then? Come you and paint borrow yours. somebody else's game <laughs> and you paint theirs. And you say, hey, I'll do this if you pay me. Yeah. Wink. Yeah, really. Really. He also, Roger also says, bring snacks and or lunch mm-hmm. and at least two bottles of water. Yeah. Be- or just bring a reusable, like a yeah. 
a refillable bottle. Yep. I found also sometimes bring a water bottle that's got a built-in filter. Yes. So you can refill no matter where you go. Yep. Mm. You can fill it in the bathroom sink yeah, if you exactly. need to. Yeah, uh, exactly. Be careful with caffeine and save alcohol for the evening. Yes. Yes, because alcohol will make you crash. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and it, yeah. Especially the hotel we were at. And then, of course, he says sleep six to seven hours and get a quality shower, use deodorant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, he Good says, advice. he said, even if horribly shy, this, the reason, other reason I brought this up is this was tying into one of the things we're saying, even if horribly shy, try to play games at demo tables. You'll, uh, you'll mm-hmm. probably never meet those people again, but you might meet a forever friend. Yeah. I, re- I really like going to the demo tables and stuff. I think it's really cool getting, cause you don't even necessarily like with Colin and I, you know, there's two of us. So we go in a pair most of the time. And so sometimes it'll just be us with the demoer. But even that's cool, getting to talk with... They're not always, like you said, Chris, they're sometimes just volunteers. They're not necessarily people who work for the company mm-hmm. directly. So you can just meet some random person and become <laughs> friends, you know? It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I said save alcohol for the morning. <laughs> well, well, I mean, depends. When is your evening? If your <laughs> evening is one in the morning, yeah, sure, whatever. You had your alcohol in the morning. I mean, it's nighttime here. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the person, I, they, the guy from South Africa, yeah. it's 2 a.m. over there. It's 2 a.m., so, it's, like, so <laughs> it's morning there. It's all relative. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There we go. So it is 5 o'clock in California. Just going off of like scheduling stuff, like I, I scheduled, I honestly scheduled one thing this year, mm-hmm. and I didn't go to it. <laughs> <laughs> the in-flight. Well, uh, you went to the, the, the show. I didn't go to the in-flight. I didn't go to um, of Dyson Men. Yeah, but you went to the, the burlesque oh, show. Oh, that's right. I went to the burlesque show. That was cool. We scheduled one thing, and the person who was supposed to do it forgot that he scheduled it with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's always fun. <laughs> Look into... Uh, I had planned it, but I just didn't do it. Sort by price if you're going to something that has like full-on ticketed events. Mm. And just like see what all the free events are doing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. Look to see what's free. And yeah. what you could take advantage of. Oh, yeah. Dive into whatever's... At Gen Con, the film festival is normally always free. Yep. A lot of the panels are free. Yeah, go watch a show sometimes. Like, there's been a couple of the... Like, Dice Tower Con, obviously, the Dice Tower crew does a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, their little live shows and stuff. But even when we were at PAX Unplugged our first year when we were there for all three days, we went to see the Dice Towers live show there, and it was a lot of fun. And there's plenty of people like, you know, podcast personalities and other media people who do shows live at these conventions. And it's a lot of fun to go listen to them, for sure. Mm-hmm. If you do enjoy listening to podcasters or whoever. All right. Any last thoughts? I think we've had some some good stuff. If you need more, you can always email us for yeah. we got plenty. We can give you all sorts of things. Or feedback. reach out on Facebook, Instagram, yep. wherever. And if you see us at the convention. Please say hi. We're we like to meet people. Mm-hmm. We also like to know that people listen to the show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we found somebody. Oh yeah, I tr- someone in the virtual flea market for Packs Unplugged. I said, Hey, are you interested in a trade for this copy of Dungeon Pets? He said, well, nothing looks good that you have for trade, but I listen to your show. Just <laughs> li- and I identify more with you and your wife. So <laughs> so we're going to set up to play so a game at PAX. So they're on team PAX. boards. Yeah. yeah, they're on team boards. Yeah, but anyway. we're going to play a game with them at PAX, him and his wife. That reminds me, and that will, will that'll transition into Patreon. Yeah, also because uh, that's like what we went to Seamon Expo and like the guy in front of us was like, "Oh, hey, I listened to your show," and I was like, oh. "Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've met a couple people at Dice Tower Con that came up. I was like, "Hey, I listened to your show." It's like, 
I see I see the numbers, but then every now and like I've seen the numbers, but still I feel like nobody watches yeah. or listens. I might well so you say Simon Expo. I You were not in line. I think you were reserving I, us a table. There or was something. something else. There was something else. Oh, you were in line buying stuff. N- not even there. There was so I'm in the I'm in the elevator, making a run back up to the hotel room real quick. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he sees me holding bags. And he's like, Oh, hey, what are you here for? I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm here for the, the board game convention. He's like, Oh, bo- board games. Like Monopoly and Scrabble and all. I'm like, well, yes, yes and no. Uh, there's like so many more board games. I'm like, so I told him, I'm like, just go back downstairs, peek your head in that room. And he was like, I'm going to do that. So it's like, just peek your head in the room and look at what's on the table. Look at what's on the wall. Mm. I mean, board games are coming back, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or they're not coming. They're not back. coming they're, back. They they're are. back. <laughs> they never left. The big boy never left. That's right. <laughs> He just became cool again. Everyone's like, oh, wow. They call it a renaissance. <laughs> a renaissance. A resurgence. Oh, yes. yes. So I'm going to veer us back to Patreon because I wanted something to say is we talked about Pax Unplugged coming up. If you are a Patreon backer, please email me, chris at boardsandswords.com because I think I'm going to set up a Patreon we'll R- up. RPG. Oh. Because okay. um, I know like there's a couple of people that we know on our channel that... that uh, I've promised an RPG too. I just haven't had time to schedule it, but mm. I think I'm going to leave packs pretty free. Okay. So I'm thinking like one evening and I may use it also as an opportunity to play test some yarn finder stuff. Hmm. Oh, for us. Yes. Cause cool. I think I'm reworking how I do that. Cool. So, and if you are Patreon backer and you know, you just like to say hi or play with a game or something, let us know. It's like technically there's like a ten dollar level is. that's pl- that's playing games, but I'm saying anybody any level. So by the way, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/BoardsAndSwords and back for a dollar even then, and uh, let me know. But because of that, today I want to talk about one of our latest backers, Keith, aka Weatherman Keith. Mm. He emailed me. I ha- I went to him because he actually emailed me because not Sweet. a lot of the some of the other backers haven't emailed me with what their favorite game is, but his favorite game is Betrayal at House on the Hill. Okay. So as hard of his go, here you go. I made 10 puns for you, <laughs> just for you. So for Keith, you could say, uh, number one, he often likes to take a stab at new games. <laughs> he often greets people saying, knife to meet you. You really don't want to hear about the games in his possession. Oh my gosh. Was that a joke? Yes. <laughs> Like possession. Goes. I know, I know, I got it. Likewise, the skeletons in his closet are not what you think. <laughs> uh, he had, he used to have a bunch of friends to play, but now they're Hasbro's. <laughs> when he jumps off a of bed, C falls down. What? Rob Davio made Betrayal uh, House on the Hill. Sea fall, ri- and he did the original Betrayal. He did the original. Did he? he did the original oh, when he okay. worked for Hasbro or Avalon Hill, Avalon Wizard, Hill yeah. Wizards of the Coast. Cool. All right, number seven. He's too cool for school. Cool. Oh. I, I, I stuttered there a little bit. He yeah. keeps food in his microwave until it's haunt enough. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He can't stop raving about this game. And lastly, you might say he's a master trader. Oh, man, you actually had a good one at the end. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. Yeah. I was worried about that. They they were trailing (laughs) off. I was ready to do the price is right losing (laughs) thing. (laughs) So there you go. If you want me to make fun puns about your favorite game, you need to go to boards or excuse me, patreon.com slash boards and swords and sign up. 
We really just want people to sign up at the $1 level. Oh, yeah. But if you care enough that you want to sign up at $5, then I've got work to do. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to turn it over to Cindy for a game show. Yeah. All right. So I had proposed this you idea. You proposed? No. Well. It was beautiful. <laughs> uh, so I had suggested this as a game show that Philip could host for the other three of us, but I kind of was wondering if that would ever happen. And I got impatient. And so I decided to do this myself. So this is the Google Translate ah, yes. rules game. So they're all games Philip has played. So he has a chance to know potentially what these games are. Because I didn't want to make okay. it unfair. You know, Is unfair one of the games? No. <laughs> Although he has, you all have played that. Right. So this, I took, it's one sentence. Mm -hmm. Yes, they're all one sentence from the rule book of each of these games. And I took English. And I switched it to Arabic, and I went back and forth a couple times until it got really wonky. And here you go. I think there are websites that do this for you, by the way. Are these legitimate rules from the rule book? They are legitimate rules from the rule okay, book. Okay, gotcha. So I, none of like none of like the flavor text in the no, margins. Okay, it's right. not a paraphrase. Okay, it's legitimate that would just be rules. A pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're legitimate rules. I copied and pasted from the rule books. Okay. So basically, she translated different languages and then back to English. So now it's like the game of telephone, where it's completely yeah. different. All right. So yeah, we'll just see how this goes. I mean, you're each going to get a chance to guess what game you think it is, and then you'll get points. If you get it right, kind of thing. Okay. So didn't think that's part through. <laughs> I did not. It's just more so for fun. Is, okay. it, is it ironic she had trouble on the rules? <laughs> <laughs> so our first game, the funky translation is when performing exhibitors, they celebrate the performance of this work from us. I'll read it again. When performing exhibitors, they celebrate the performance of this work from us. Hmm. Usually there's like key words that you can kind of go off of. But yeah. I got nothing. Uh, exhibitors and... Performing. Well, workers. Work, that's probably workers. Wait, have you played Junkard or Meeple Circus? No. I don't think he has. <laughs> that's all I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> well, I'm thinking some sort of worker placement type game. Yeah. I'm going to go with Euphoria. Okay. Philip, do you have a guess? At this point, just shot in the dark some game you've played. Right? <laughs> no, can I borrow that app that shows all the games we've all played together? <laughs> See, he's breaking it out now. He's like, what if we all played together? Because that was the key, that I've played it too. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And so we too. actually... And I really don't play I games without you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's one game on here that I know he's played that I have not played with him. Mm -hmm. Just That would be Star Trek. Maybe. Oh, my God. No, there's Colin, a do you have a guess? Euphoria would have been my guess, okay, so I'm going to just abstain. No, you could say the you same could, thing. Well, no, because I think you're going to get a point for that, oh, too. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Do for you, then. Okay. Um, that actually sounds like a good guess. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. And we're all I'm wrong. going to <laughs> give you the real rule and see if you can get it from the real rule. Uh, oh, so okay. two points if you get it first and one point if you... Uh... No, you're not going to get anything <laughs> if you get it from the real rule because they mostly give it away. All right. When two players have a match, they celebrate by performing that action together. Oh, heavy oh, salmon. Heavy salmon. <laughs> Yes. Mm. So it's kind of funny. The celebrate stayed. Yeah. And, you know, performance, performing, that kind of thing. Wow. All right. So none of you got that one. All right. Well. So the next one. The goal of spyware is to avoid packages until maintenance rounds are finished or locate the current package. Well, I thought I had it. I thought it was Spyfall. I'm but then the rest of the sentence made me think right? it wasn't. <laughs> All right. So the goal of spyware is to avoid packages until maintenance rounds are finished or locate the current package. Um, yeah, I'll say Spyfall. Yeah, I okay. think I'm going to stay with Spyfall. We've got code names. Mm. Mm. 
here's the here's the real translation, the real rule. Mm. The spy's objective is to avoid exposure until the end of a given round or identify the current location. It's spy fall. It is spy fall. Okay. Yep. All right. So Chris and Colin each get a point. All right. Awesome. Which I've played spy fall. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Audio I played spy fall. Okay. So the next one. The active player moves the markers while presenting them at the open end of the track. The active player moves the markers <laughs> while presenting them at the open end of the track. So stuff is like spilling out is what I'm picturing. Uh, let's go Euphoria. I'll, I'll stick with that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say Railroad Inc. Okay. Philip, do you have a guess? I can always tell when they're in the game show section because it's like dead. <laughs> yeah, and it, um, active player moves the markers at the end of the... Presenting them at the open end of the track. Take it to ride? Okay, here's the real rule. The active player moves his marker to the open end of the path. I still don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, it's Suro. It oh, is Suro. it is Suro. Yep. Okay, so nobody gets that one. All right, next. A model in selecting cards and issuing them until the hands of every six new cards pick up only indicate them. Okay. A model in selecting cards and issuing them until the hands of every six new cards pick up only indicate them. It's a drafting game. Yeah, I want to say so Terraforming Mars. We're going to go with it. But that doesn't have to deal with six cards. Doesn't. We're going to go with a drafting game. What's a drafting game on here? Colin, do you have a guess whether over there? Searching. Oh, the thing I can think right. of is Tyrants of the mm. Underdark, I think had five or six cards. Read it again. Yeah, I'll is go for Tyrants. I'll do Tyrants. A model in selecting cards and issuing them until the hands of every six new cards pick up only indicate them. Six. Was Tyrants drafting? Well, Tyrants was a drafting, but it was the, the deck building where you had the cards laid out. Uh, okay. That's the only reason why I'm thinking. I'm going to go. All I'm right. going to switch to Tyrants. Yeah, I'm sticking with that. Tyrants of the Underdark. Tyrants yeah, of the Underdark. Yeah, no, Tyrants. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, it's probably wrong. I mean, I'm wrong. But... Okay. All right. So the real rule, continue picking and passing cards until each player has placed six new cards on their clan sheet. On their clan sheet? <laughs> I really like this game, guys. Like, clan sheet? Are you talking about Blood the board rage? game? You're t- Blood Rage. Until six cards on your clan sheet? Yeah. Where did that rule come from? I guess the rule book? probably because you're not supposed to hold them in your hand. You're supposed to yeah, pick it, put it down, it and pass probably, along. Yeah, that's the yeah, and it is six cards. Uh, I, yeah, yep, yeah. you are right. Drafting that's blood game. rage. Oh, so they're face down. They're just not holding them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I never like specifically put them on the the clan mm-hmm. sheet, which is what threw me off. I usually just set them to the side somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Next, after finishing the league cities, the player only moves left to take the next steps. After finishing the league cities, the player only moves left to take the next steps. So this is something dealing with Zoolander. No, no, he can't turn left. <laughs> no. Turn left. Hmm. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. This one. Is... I... Well, I mean, it's it's going clockwise. That's what you normally do in a game, anyway. Oh, yeah. Next up. Next. Yeah. Can I get it one more time? After finishing the league cities, the player only moves left to take the next steps. I'm going to say Terraforming Mars. Okay. Like, that's just shot in the dark. I have cities. Uh, Philip, do you have a guess? Las Vegas? Okay, Colin. You've played Las Vegas? The... You played Lords of Vegas. I played Lords of Vegas. Is that, that the one, one you're thinking of? The, the, the squares with the dice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what you're thinking of. Okay, Lords of Vegas. <laughs> I'm just... Take it to right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know it's right. not, but. So the real rule. After a player is done infecting cities, the player ah. on their left goes next. 
I think that's where I think that's where league came in. Yeah. Like plague, league, something Mm. like that. Anyway. Yeah. Pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So pandemic. Okay. So here's the next one. You are a student in picking up spices, like condemning spices of the right colors. Um, condemning spices of the right colors. <laughs> you are a student century spice in picking herb? up spices, like condemning spices of the right colors. Okay. You played Potion Explosion. Are you saying Century Spice Road? I'm saying Century Spice okay. Road. That's what I'm going to say too. Okay. Wait, have you Chris? played Century Spice? Uh, it says you have. Yeah, we played it together. Because that's what I thought. That's what I said, Century Spice Road. But I didn't think it, you'd played it. It, it kind of has the same mechanic as Splendor. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Or like, is that's that what, what you're I'm choosing? going with. The real rule says if you play a spice card, take the number of spices of the appropriate colors. So it was, so was Century Spice Road. So you I got two points. A, you all get a point. I'm on the board. All right. I mean, I the like, la- oh, sorry. She just throws my stuff sorry. at me. I Go can't on. reach you. All right. The last one. This is my favorite. This is my absolute favorite. <laughs> Ticket arrive. Carson City. No, and this one is for trans- two points. Sure. Two points. So the translation of this one just cracks me up. So it says, also, you are a spammer. You are transforming the thought of an idea like a single mother who releases the slave words that your team is trying to guess. I don't even know. Yep, I'm out. <laughs> you are a spammer. You are transforming the thought of an idea like a single mother who releases the slave words that your team is trying to guess. I have a guess, but I'm going to wait until they formulate their stuff. Can okay. can I run that through Google Translate real quick, back and forth a bunch of times, <laughs> see what happens? Maybe it'll jog uh, something. Maybe it'll go back to normal. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> you also say your answers simultaneously, so that Wait, way. Say, so funny. read it one more time. Also, you are a spammer. You are transforming the thought of an idea like a single mother who releases the slave words that your team is trying to guess. Okay. Because it's for the win. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Yep. Three, two. One. Code Code names. (laughs) Well, that was useless. Yeah. Okay. So the the real rule. Did you say code names? I said code names. If you are the spy master, you are trying to think of a one word clue that relates to some of the words. Oh, high five. We all won that. Woo! Technically, Colin and I had more points, but we all won that. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Anyway, that was, I thought that I'm like, like a single mother. What on (laughs) earth is this? I was laughing so hard when I read these. Anyway, so that was Google Translate nice. game rules, whatever. Like Master probably translated to Mother at some point yeah, and then got shifted there, around yeah. in the sequence. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Anyway, so that was it. Not all as, right. Not as exciting as I expected it to be, but whatever. <laughs> That's all we got this week. Well, it's because because you got you to gotta put more of the Jimmy Fallon flair to it. We have to sing the rule. That's what it is. Because they, oh, the, they do the Google Translate singing songs. Mm. <laughs> oh, I've never seen that. That's cool. I'll try that again. Oh, we were no, we were gonna flow. It's great. All right, so that was our show, everybody. Uh, if you like that, you gotta check us out over on the other podcast. We call that the Dirt Bags of Holding. Uh, that's where we run off and we play. Sometimes we play good RPGs. Sometimes we play bad RPGs. But we make sure to put our flair on it. But it's always bad when we play it. It's so bad when we play it. Well, if you like this podcast, you can email us comments and questions at feedback at boardsandswords.com. You can follow us on Instagram at boardsandswordspod or on Facebook at facebook.com slash boardsandswordspod. And you should also follow our individual accounts. I'm Cindy Pastorius on Twitter and Instagram. I am Colcakes196 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me both places. I'm at Chris the Prop. And on Twitter, I'm Phil the Dirtbag. And we are also a part of the Dice Tower Network. 
Dice Tower Network is a network of podcasts that are all board gaming related, so you can go and find all kinds of other great board gaming podcasts at dicetowernetwork.com. And the Dice Tower Network is also supported by Cool Stuff Inc. You can go to coolstuffinc.com and check out all their awesome gaming deals that they have. Uh, we buy games from there all the time. We just got another package from them this week. Yep. Because they were awesome deals. Yep. So go check them out at coolstuffinc.com. And thank you for listening to us. Remember, if you want to show us some support, go to patreon.com slash boards and swords. Toss us a dollar a month. We appreciate it. In the meantime, we'll see you in two weeks with another episode. But remember that every gamer has a story. And did you know that I don't know what I'm going to say here until he starts the music? And then instead of listening to them talk, I spend the, the next 30 seconds ago figuring out what I'm going to say here. Oh, my gosh. Great way to end it. <laughs> It's useless.